Thank you for tuning in to Our Black Voices Matter. We can't remain silent. We must speak up. So let the conversation begin. What's your thoughts on the murders of Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and the senseless shooting of Jacob Blake? How did you feel when you heard about them? The murders of Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd, and now Jacob Blake, are more senseless murders in the history of senseless death, murder, and consumption of black bodies by policing and the carceral systems that exist in the United States. The tragedy of their deaths really is that we have unsuccessfully tried to mitigate harm through reform after reform after reform. The death-dealing systems of white supremacy in this country um, that has infiltrated all of our institutions, especially in policing, refuse to be changed. And that's the real tragedy. We have to uproot these systems, um, change them at their core, if we have any hope of seeing justice in our lifetimes. I feel, um, when I think about those deaths, there's a definite sense of rage and exhaustion at the sight of seeing black death over and over again. Grief lives in the body, and having the, that grief without a way to really impact it or address it in a way that our society kind of denies us a proper accounting of our grief only leads to despair and disillusionment. I feel the dark rooms. I feel the empty chairs. I believe we feel the houses without daughters and brothers and fathers and mothers and sons, we all feel this dark cloud, and I believe that all enrages us. Uh, it definitely enraged me. I think peaceful, protests, peaceful protest is a misnomer. Uh, no protest is peaceful. All protests seek to disrupt the regular routine of being well-adjusted to injustice. I think characterizing some protests as, as peaceful is a tactic uh, of the status quo to preserve itself. Those in power want to separate, you know, rich from poor, black from white, peaceful from non-peaceful as a way to disempower voices and negate that actual violence being called into account mainly the state violence. Um, the state and its arbiters, um, mainly right now in the uh, example of, you know, police continue to do violence in communities of color and then call you violent when you damage property in protest um, when they are consistently destroying lives. I think uh, generational trauma is real. Uh, for every organism that exists, um, 
it is shaped by its environment. Every organism is shaped by its environment. The lasting impact of those conditions change the organism. So changes in an environment change the organism that lives in it. And humans are no different. Certain conditions shape our being positively or negatively. And long-running conditions such as like systemic oppression, systemic invalidation, can live in our bodies. They can affect our mindsets and they can affect our health. What I continue to believe, however, is in the ability of people to change those conditions in their minds, in their bodies, and in their environments. But that calls us to very clearly see our environment, to see reality as it is, um, to see ourselves in the way that we are ourselves. And I think a lot of life has embedded uh, wrong assumptions and wrong notions in our heads and in our bodies, and we have to do the hard work of uprooting them. I certainly believe we should defund the police. Uh, I think that we have overfunded the police for many years, um, especially after uh, 9-11. We have uh, allowed the police to become over-militarized, and there's tons of research on this. Tons of money are poured into police budgets and police departments, and um, police organizations use those dollars to buy military-grade equipment and then look for an excuse to use uh, those weapons in our communities. Also, um, for generations, we have largely funded police without question um, based on the presumption that they automatically make society better. Communities of color might say something different. Um, So we have invested in police systems and in policing practices, um, hoping that they will make society better, and when they don't, hoping that our reforms will actually mean something. And nothing has really been produced out of that while at the same time, we have not funded programs that actually do make society better, that actually do reduce crimes. Um, You know, programs that get people out of poverty, that uh, give people housing, that give people an education, that help people find employment, that help people uh, get food, are all programs that are shown to reduce crime at a society level. Um, However, uh, Policing, especially in communities of color, um, the research shows only just uh, grows violence. Uh, Violent occurrences increase. And so I'm certainly for redirecting funds that actually support programs that are proven to curb violence in our communities. And quite blatantly, that's not the police. Um... I have definitely experienced uh, police harassment. Um, the My first kind of notions of the police are, you know, just hanging out in our neighborhoods and watching the police kind of occupy our neighborhoods, uh, rolling by down the street, you know, looking at us, um, you know, not in particularly happy ways, um, 
but in menacing ways. Um, and they were always seen as something that was other, you know, than the friendly neighborhood vibe that was in the community. Um, and they also made me feel like other in my community. They made me feel like a target. They made me feel like something that didn't belong there. Um, something that, you know, was wrong for the environment in which I lived. Um, I've definitely been stopped by the police, um, without cause, um, and in St. Louis, we have this thing where um, we have a lot of different municipalities and police pull people over, poor people all the time over in order to fund their, uh, their budgets. So um, you don't see a lot of police in wealthier communities. Um, you don't see a lot of over-policing, but in communities that are poor, you see a lot of people getting pulled over by police, uh, given tickets, uh, having to go to court, to pay fees that they can't pay for or to pay tickets that they can't pay for. And those things actually contribute to like police budgets. Um, they get the money out of those things. So I've seen uh, that type of repression running rampant uh, all across uh, the region in which I live in. Um, and I think that um, that is certainly harassment. And I think that that is certainly um, an injustice and inequality in our policing. Um, I've seen people get stopped and pulled over and um, put in, uh, you know, terrible situations where their dignity was being assaulted um, for no reason, right? Uh, the police didn't find anything, they had no reason uh, to pull them over. They didn't even commit a crime. And they were uh, arrested in an undignifying undig fashion um, I've seen friends harassed by police, et cetera. And um, so when we talk about police harassment, that's definitely a real thing.